every I, I think every time you you've sat down or I've sat down, we both. <sighs> Life is hard, man. And when I sit down in this comfortable chair and I get to talk about my feelings with my best friend, that's not Darius, because Darius is currently my best friend. But that is not Darius. I just I get a feeling of complete joy. Can you imagine one day getting sponsored by like a couch company or something? <laughs> Sorry, that's lazy that's, boy. That's the only thought I thought of. I mean, after you said that Darius was more of your best friend than I am, which it's fine, I guess. Uh, it's cool. We can talk about that afterwards. What's up, guys? Uh, how's it going? Hi. Lazy boy. Hopefully, if you're watching this, please sponsor us. You already know what it is. This is uh, the Never Alone Podcast, episode fourteen. It's crazy. Thanks for coming back. My name is Seth Gorell. And he's Isaiah. Anybody listening at home, he always raises his hand uh, up pretty much every time he does that or he points his finger out or something along those lines. Just if you're wondering why there's always a pause, it usually takes him a second to raise his hand because <laughs> his arm is just so full of muscle. My arm is fat. Uh, oh, you I, beat you, I beat you to it. I beat you, you to it. it. I said it's so full of muscle. Got you. Got My you with that one. So today... We gonna we're gonna go back to uh we're gonna we're gonna try out that react thing again, because <laughs> um, it, it, well. it trends on YouTube and and all the stuff. React channels do well and um, uh, clickbait is nice. Clickbait is nice. Hopefully we can find some clickbait uh, outside of this, but uh, or outside of just us sitting uh, on chairs. But amen. Um, so we were just trying to think about for this episode just kind of how we can productively start a conversation of like ways that people hurt us but at the same time not having it be this like this slam on a bunch of people that we know and just us ranting to you the entire time and the, or venting to you the entire <laughs> Let's time go. and then having you just be sitting there like yeah I hate it when people do that to me and yeah. so like so I so we just couldn't find a productive way to do it until I googled things that ruin relationships Let's and we have an actual credible source us. this time. <laughs> I know, right? We have an actual credible source this time from smart people. Uh, good old Lisa Firestone, PhD. The home skillet. The home skillet. I know Lisa. Good old Lisa. She has blonde hair, doesn't she? On, she actually does. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's crazy, actually. Yeah. She's got, she's got like dirty blonde. Yeah. <laughs> good, good one. Good job, bud. Shout out Lisa. <laughs> Shout out to Lisa Firestone. That's a cool ass name too. Uh, on Psychology Today, which if anybody of you any, any of you don't know what Psychology Today is, it's a website that is just full of psychologists, therapists, anybody that deals with mental health illnesses, and the sort kind of came together and just write articles. There's a lot of help for if you need to help finding therapists. There's all the numbers for any kind of hotline that you could need. Um, and yeah, it's just it, it's a really great resource. And I've actually found most of my therapists and psychologists on this website, which is kind of cool. But uh, so I found an article. And it's the the title of it is Seven Behaviors That Ruin a Relationship. Ooh, I love my clickbaits. Like anytime there's a number in there, you just know it's like I'm going to click on this. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Well, anyway, getting into it. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just gonna. So how the how these are kind of phrased, just to let the people at know at home know. I haven't shared any of these with him, by the way. But just I am in the dark. He is, but just the way they're framed is kind of like. 
hating when he or hating what what you do instead of loving how you who you are or now. something. <laughs> Look, hey, I got my I got my Valley Girl voice. Look, hating what you do instead of loving who you are. And it's I, I take I I want I want Gabriel Iglesias to watch us too and and love me because I that's off of him. Um, but it's like hey, like somethinging. Of what you do instead of this, and so so blank instead of blank. Yeah, and so what I'm gonna what I'm how I'm gonna phrase it to you is like, how do you feel when somebody does this instead of doing this, and okay. then we well, and then we'll have a conversation, and yeah, so let's just let's just jump right into let's it, man. Go. You feel you feel feel ready for this? No, I'm scared, I'm oh. terrified, but you can continue. That's fair. Uh, he currently has a helmet on and a seatbelt, even though that chair does not have a seatbelt. I don't know where you got. Where did you? I bought it at Toy Story. Fair enough. Uh, number one. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. It made no sense. I was going to say Toys R Us, but I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> Even them, they're closed, dude. I know. <laughs> That's why I was going to say it, because it doesn't exist. Oh, okay. Like, hey. Just like that seatbelt. Hey, but there we go. But then Toy Story came to my mind. Good thought. Good. It, just, it derailed. Number one. <laughs> So the number number one, I don't believe that these are any any. I do not believe <laughs> that these are in any particular order. But the first one on the list of seven reasons or seven behaviors that ruin a relationship is how does it make you feel when somebody has an angry reaction to feedback instead of being open to it? Hmm. I don't think I would do it again. That, that is my answer. It makes me feel very unheard. It makes me feel like there's no point in opening up to this person because they don't know how to take it, mm. essentially. And therefore, if I have thoughts about that person from that point on, I would just keep them to myself. Or <clears throat> if I do bring it up, it's going to be a very weak version of it, and I don't feel like I would be completely real with them anymore. Mm-hmm. From that point on, they would be getting a piece of me and what I actually care about them. Mm. Yeah, I've been in that situation a couple times. It doesn't feel great. Yeah, because it's like, oh man, if I'm open up to you about anything, if I'm saying like this is something that I disliked about what you did, mm-hmm. um, it probably is somewhat important to me because I normally don't do that. So if you turn around and just say like whatever, or you blow it off, or specifically if you get angry at it, yeah, it's like. For why? I mean, yeah. like, I understand, like, I'm bringing a criticism to you. It's just, like, the worst-case scenario of someone actually getting mad at you. Yeah. But for them to blow up is, like, that's just a major turnoff in general. So mm-hmm. that also would taint the relationship as a whole. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, definitely. I think uh, same for me. I mean, it's just you You like – like, a lot, everyone likes to feel heard. And so when, when you get met with – anger or like rage instead of just like yeah you're right and even just the example that it gave in the like as you read in the article is like like oh i i don't like it when you watch tv all night instead of hanging out with me and then getting met back with oh but i love tv i love the show (laughs) what like whatever instead of just like you know and and the thing that i think i want to take away from that that one is just um, it, it talked about that there's a kernel of truth within every every statement that yeah. even like with with what you're with somebody's communicating with you is that you know they're trying to communicate something yeah. and so 
even just like with that of like I don't like it when you watch the TV all night like it feels like you're not you're ignoring me or whatever like what they're communicating is I want to spend more time with you mm. and so for and then I think how we're gonna how I'm gonna continue to do that because I kind of like it is if you feel like you do this or if you feel like somebody else does this something to think about would be do you understand what you're either communicating or you get communicating you're hearing I guess I was gonna say get communicated can you ding. repeat that one get communicated because I got lost I got a lot I, it sounded swell yeah 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 so if you're somebody who does this or even somebody who uh, is on the other end of this where you feel like they're not listening to you fully something to think about would be am I listening mm. or do I feel like they're listening to yeah. actually what I'm communicating yeah. So that'd be that that's definitely a big thing to just be thinking about. Um Can I ask a question? Of course. Would you say it would be better to just straight up come out with the second version of that? Like should you come out with the criticism at all? Like should you just come out with the Yeah, I really wanted to spend more time with you. Like should that be the original statement or should mm-hmm. you still come out with the hey I I don't like the way spend time watching TV or however you worded that first mm-hmm. example. Hmm. Good question. I <clears throat> I think a lot of times I know even for me, like I, I need specific examples to be able to pick from. Um and it helps me to have specific examples instead of like, hey, you need to work on this. Yeah. It's just like why? Or like what what specifics do do you have that and like that can even some sometimes I have to watch myself like even when I communicate like what are they trying to say, because um, even like when you come at me with that it's just like what are you trying to say, <laughs> that still that still is like feedback that can come across and so, um, I think I think in a lot of cases it's it's the first one which is like hey I don't like it when you watch the TV all the time like I I'd, I'd much rather be spending time with you or like just kind of kind of even a good mix of the two is what I personally would like. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. So, I'm sick. <laughs> so number two, number two. How do you feel when someone is closed off to new experiences instead of being open to them? See, this one affects me more than the first. The first is like whatever. I just got a feeling this one was going to hit home. I can close you off and cut you off silently, and that I'm gonna be a bad human being for that. That's fine. This one, however, this one actually frustrates me. Like, this one makes me frustrate. The first mm. one is just like, whatever. I don't like you anymore. This one is like, I'm mad. Like, why are you being closed off in this situation? Because yeah. I feel like if you're not open to new situations or just like new things in general, it just, it puts me in a position where I don't necessarily want to be around you anymore. And I know that sounds like pretty harsh, but it's like, we just are constantly going to do like this sort of roundabout things. And I think there's like a sense of like growth. That That's the only word that pops into my head when like people are like, yeah, like I'm, I'm down for this. And it shows like a ability that it's not about the event, but it's really mm-hmm. about me that is deciding about us hanging. If that makes sense. It's mm-hmm. like when people are willing to actually do something new, like I'm an artist, for example, I'm sure a lot of people don't do art. Not that I would ever say like, to somebody hey come do art with me but if i did yeah the fact that they would be willing to step into my world just shows it's like man like i'm willing to like learn who you are and um if i did the same for them it's almost like this 
willingness to step into that person world. Mm-hmm. And even if we did something that neither one of us liked, like I hate being on the cold. So if for whatever reason we're like hiking or doing something stupid on a mountain, yeah, because <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I feel like us being willing to do that just shows like a willingness to like just spend time with each other. And mm-hmm. it's almost like the opposite of that would be I don't want to do this with you slash for you and i almost take it as like a hit Mm -hmm. to self of like you're currently more important than i am or than we are Mm. even so yeah i don't like that one i have also experiences with it no fun yeah for sure i had a really big feeling i was gonna hit home because like even just with it our entire friendship you it's very you you very much so a big like let's just go and do stuff kind of person yeah um and it doesn't really matter like what what we're doing. Just let's let's go do something. Um, and so like even just this weekend, we I went and got a camera in Virginia Beach, and like I found people to hang out with down there. But like originally the plan was I'm gonna go pick up a camera in Virginia Beach, and then we're gonna go back. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> but he was still open for that, and so I, I I was like I know that this one's gonna gonna hit home, and I think like a big part of it is just as anyone I, I mean. Anyone has, everyone has interests yeah. of some shape or form. And so when, when we don't, or when we have somebody that doesn't want, either want to be a part of it or shows very much so that they really don't care about those interests, like it just, it hurts. Yeah, it does. It does a lot, for sure. It makes me ask the question, why not? Yeah. Like, why don't you want to do that? You yeah. know? And what is it about me? Yeah. It's like, is there something you want to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> even like I remember like I, I even just think about there's well like one of my friends really enjoys I'm gonna let me see okay I'm, I'm trying not to like <laughs> yeah put them out there <laughs> yeah I'm really not trying to uh but there's there, one of my friends um just really enjoys this like very like random thing and not that I'm the biggest fan of it like I, I enjoy it as much as the next guy but like I'm not going out of my way to do it but like Every time, almost every time he asked me if I want to like do this thing with him, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, let's go, because like I know that it's going to be encouraging to him, and even if mm. like I don't inherently enjoy doing that thing, I enjoy being around him, I yeah. enjoy hanging out with him, and so like even just that's that's the more positive side of it, which is like it, yeah. it really not to say I'm a per- picture perfect example of like what it looks like to like. I guess deny those like oh, I really don't want to do those feelings but like just like even even it, like let's just call it making clay pottery like I like maybe I don't want to well, build clay then. pottery probably <laughs> <laughs> little, no, little, little, like little known fact Isaiah is a huge clay potterer I didn't even know it myself he, until just now he <laughs> is one of the biggest fans of clay pottering um, but yeah, like I, like we, I may not enjoy it, but like I enjoy being with you. And so that's the kind of the significance and the way, even the way to think about it, like as yeah. you have, have re- relationships, friendships, um, whatever it may be that, where you don't really enjoy something that the other person likes to do. Yeah. Um, shout out to Linda for that. Is her name Linda? Come on, Linda. Is it Linda or Lisa? Lisa. It's absolutely Lisa Firestone. That's the girl. <laughs> you know, Lisa, I didn't forget your name. I just wanted to pretend so, but that's the fire one right there. Number two was a banger. Number three. How do you feel when somebody uses deception and duplicity? Which pretty much is just deception, two-facedness. How do you feel when somebody uses deception and duplicity instead of honesty and integrity? 
Okay. So we all know what that means. He thought of at least five different examples. Uh, no, um, I, I thought of the fact that uh, I'm a very gullible guy. And I thought about my true and honest answer is like, I probably wouldn't have been able to tell in the first place. I'm so like trusting that if you're lying to me, I'm just going to assume you're telling the truth. Yeah. And I thought about the fact that um, it's, I, I feel like if I found out someone lied to me, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I would kind of just be like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, for what reason? Um, and I, I just sit there and I, I kind of, I really am lost at what to do because it's just, that's such like a bare essential for me of just like really being able to trust the other person. Of, yeah. I'm really big on forwardness and I'm, I'm working on it to this day of like not being too forward and just like telling it mm. straight up how it is. Yeah. Uh, it's something I have to constantly keep in mind because I always just wanted to be like, this is what it is, yeah. period, because I really value that. But yeah, like I honestly can't tell when people are lying because like I put so much like faith in the fact that like a bare essential of being a person is like you have to be truthful. Yeah. So I feel like when someone starts lying or even just being different around other people like that duplicity part is is interesting because mm-hmm. i have seen that i haven't really encountered too much of the lying piece i've encountered a lot of like just people not saying things or not mm-hmm. including me in things but i have seen quite a few people that would be around me and i get one aspect of them mm-hmm. but then like when i see them around other people i'm like who are you and it, it does make me just raise an eyebrow and it, it does kill trust and i think that mm-hmm as a whole, everyone knows how important trust is. And once trust is gone, it's, it's very hard to regain that. So, yeah, I mean, it's a weird response, but <laughs> I, I probably am just like honestly just gullible to it. And I think it actually, it makes me feel insecure. It's not even mm-hmm. about you at that point. Like, yeah, honestly, I'm like, you're you. If you want to lie to me, that's, that's your prerogative, whatever. But like, it just makes me feel like a fool. I'm just like, man, look at you. It, it happened again. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to read even just the the last paragraph of it and it's, of of that point. It says, um, "Admittedly, honesty in a relationship can be tricky because it doesn't mean saying every little critique um, to your partner that pops into your head. We have to know our real intentions and what our real truth is." Um, and I thought that was that was something very even just like I remember last episode, um, just kind of trying to find that balance, but. Like, I think that, that definitely gives, like, a little bit more clarification to, like, what honesty to bring, what openness to bring of just, like, it's not, you, it's definitely not every little critique, um, but just constantly asking, like, yeah. am I being honest? What's my motivation behind this? Does, did, did my actions match my words kind of yeah. thing? So, yeah. So, number four. Number four. Let's go, Lisa. My Take girl, my girl, Dr. Firestone. Take us there, Firestone. How do you feel when somebody oversteps their boundaries instead of showing respect for them? So this is assuming that you have boundaries set and somebody, instead of respecting them, overtakes them or oversteps them. Can you give an example? Sure. Um, Let's say that I have a boundary for myself that I don't like or I don't talk to 
Like for me, a personal boundary is I don't talk to uh, girls past 11. Like I don't talk to women past 11 o'clock. But if there's somebody that is constantly breaking that boundary and overstepping that boundary and texting me 11.30, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, just constantly, consistently, no matter like how much I may ask them, like, please don't do that. Like, I, I don't, I don't, we can't do that. Like, how, how, how do you feel like that make you feel? Huh. Um, I gotta say, of all of the ones we've heard so far, this is the one that affects me the least. Just because, it's bad to say, but just in the, in the note of honesty, I don't have a lot of boundaries. Um, or at least not that are openly popping in my head. <clears throat> and I'm not easily, like, offended. At least I haven't been yet. So, I don't really know. I guess I would... I'm trying to think of an example because I feel like that would be helpful. At least thinking of something that's like, if you did this, I would be offended. Um, nothing's popping up. Like the closest I get in my head is just thinking of like someone who's just like derogatory towards me, but it's like trying to put mm-hmm. me down. Like there's those boundaries of like, yeah, I'll, I'll use that. Like that actually it, it does matter because it makes sense. Um, I really hate people who try to like put people down or like try to exclude people or be like for whatever reason like causing any sort of malice in in a space and if they bring that energy my way like i'm a big fan of trying to just ward off pessimism Mm -hmm. and bad energy and if someone just constantly is being negative around me or constantly trying to just just put that that vibe my way um i just steer clear of them like it, it does make me want to not be around that person or eventually even I'll, I'll just get upset like I feel like that's another one where I don't get angry often but I, I wouldn't even say like this one would make me angry it would just make me like frustrated and just yeah. be like why are you like this like what what made you this way because um, we set this thing and you, you're doing it anyway Yeah. and there's even a sense of like not powerlessness to it but it's almost like when someone goes out of their way to do something that you've already talked about, I just know that's a very frustrating moment. Yeah. Like we've been over this before yeah. and it's still happening. And that just makes me like give up hope yeah. that things can get better. For sure. For sure. I mean, it's like, I'm a huge, huge man of, I, I really try to be a huge man of integrity and just like, if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. If I say I'm not going to do something, then I won't do it. Yeah. And so I think that one definitely like hit home for me and even just something that, um, I really appreciate about a lot of like my friends who are who are girls it's just like that when I when I tell them that um, I'll, like almost all of them have respected it I've had a few that are just like that's kind of dumb but even after that like I just like yeah I, it's it may seem silly but it's just something that I do and it's something yeah. that like I do to um, just ensure that I'm protecting my heart and I'm protecting your heart and all that stuff um, but it's just like, one of those things that, like, if I, I have had one one of my friends, it was in, like, I think high school. There was one friend who was, like, that's super dumb. And then just consistently would still text me and text me. And I just blocked her number eventually. And I warned her. I was like, look, please. Like, I can you please stop texting me like, past this time? I'm, like, going to block your number or something along those lines. She was like, you're not going to block my number. And then she texted me again, like, a couple days later. And I was like, okay. 
And then she tried to call me about something. She was like, hey, I couldn't. It went straight to voicemail. I was like, yeah, I blocked your number. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that definitely hits home for me, I think, is long long story short. Um, one second. Do you hear that? Do you hear like a ringing? Am I tripping? Like a high pitch? Yeah. That wasn't always there. This is new. Oh, I just always assume I hear it on my own. No, it's coming from like this way. Almost keep going. It's just <laughs> Sorry, we're, having, we're having an extrasensual crisis out here. <laughs> uh, no, I just I always I hear like ringing in my ears every once in a while. Really? Yeah, like I hear it now. Like like that wasn't like out of the northern because like this is like loud and clear from like why go away? Oh no, I don't think so. You might be getting the same thing I have. I don't know. Um, <laughs> just found out something new, but yeah, long story short, uh, like integrity is definitely key in relationships, um, is, is what I can take away from that. Number five doesn't really apply to us. It definitely talks, is applying more towards married couples, Sweet. um, which neither of us are married and not many of you watching are, yeah, no, um, no. and even the few, we you don't really need to listen to that <laughs> and listen to our thoughts on marriage. Um, <laughs> Two we young bucks. We, uh, uh, I'll have back, you know. Back, back in my days. <laughs> that was great. That was great. One of your better accents. Thanks, man. It's one that very rarely comes out, the old geezer. <laughs> oh, back in my day, we would ride on those bicycles that had one big wheel and the really tiny one, but sometimes we would just use our hats instead of the tiny one. Oh, it's good. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, I couldn't think of a story to tell. It's, I'm tired. No, I, I uh, that one. <laughs> it's okay. midnight, y'all. For, fun fact. It's, it's 1245, bud. Uh, so, number six, and then we got one more, is misunderstanding. How do you feel when somebody misunderstands you instead of understanding you? Nice and simple. Um, this is... Good job, Isaiah. I feel misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I knew before I said it. I'm like, why, why, why am I like this? But <laughs> to that point in the day where he's just gone crazy. Uh, yeah, I think that. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, I think that. <laughs> Go. I know. Oh, what? I couldn't hold it. Um, I think that the miss. <laughs> you gotta answer, yeah. Come on. Um, being misunderstood sucks. It really does. I've had a lot of moments where I think that people see a piece of me, and like they don't understand like the roots. They don't understand what caused it. And it's, it just shows like a lack of care, you know, because I'm like, especially if someone gets upset about it, like, I hate for people to only have like a piece of the story. Like, I'm generally not trying to cause malice. I'm generally not trying to um, make anyone mad. Like, even in what we were talking about in the last episode, one of my biggest fears is just like people walking out in my life. So I'm normally trying to do everything I can to keep people around. So if someone doesn't understand who I am, especially if it upsets them, if it makes them feel weird about me, if, if it's a negative version of that, 
it's I just feel like it's there's almost a piece of me that I know one of my personal convictions is to go out of my way to try to understand people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like to just assume people are like mean or angry or whatever. I'm like, there's always a backstory mm-hmm. and it keeps me being a loving person. So for someone to cut getting to know me off short, like if they're just like, Oh, this is who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just not someone who commits to his word. Or mm-hmm. He's just not somebody who can get things done without like knowing everything that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Not to use that piece of me as an excuse. I just feel like, it's very unfair and unjust, and mm. I probably, again, it's one of the ones that I would answer more insecure about, of just being like, I feel like a lot of people have misunderstood me. Yeah. Um, even the good portions of me, which yeah. which sucks, of like, they see the good side of me, and they're like, oh, like, it's so great that you are this way, and I'm like, it's, it's not like that, like, there's a... There's more to it than... <laughs> there's more to it, there's more to it, so I would just... It's almost like I would answer it the opposite of just like I really love people who go out their way to like really understand mm-hmm. um, the background scene, and for those who don't, there's just like really this feeling of emptiness to those relationships of just like it's it's almost like a sign of quality for me. It's like a mm-hmm. stamp of like this this person is is a good person. Like mm-hmm. this is someone that you can actually open up to. Like yeah. for people who take that extra mile to figure me out, I love them and I keep them. I think just the quote that I want to even end that thought on is um, just from that. It, it says, no one can really feel loved unless they feel like they're seen realistically. When a partner builds us up or even tears us down, we can feel like we're on shaky ground, mm-hmm. not really being loved for who we are. This is why it's so important not to distort the other person. Yeah. Um, and number seven also is very much so more towards uh, married couples, but um, so we'll end on the so we'll end on kind of that thought of or the this idea of um, being misunderstood, and I think it's um, even just I remember at at church on two Sundays ago there was a, a man that was he was sharing the communion message I believe, and he was talking about how he was working with kids and um, kids uh, that had like had like we're flunking out of school mm. um but yet like he believed in them and like he like actually like gave them like pep talks and was like was like a father figure to them even though yeah. like without them have or without them having father figures he was like a father figure to them just believing in them telling them that they could do so much greater things and like um and it's crazy because like one of them he was or the one that he was talking about he ended his high school career with a 4.0 and it's just even so crazy to think about how like when like how much damage it does when somebody is misunderstood and when like yeah. kids are misunderstood or um, like when you, you feel like you've been written off by the yeah. world because of, of who people think you are and even just like with that like he probably would have ended up in some system and like would have been on the streets and wouldn't have it wouldn't have been great um, right. and but like it's just so cool to see like what can happen when you have a relationship with that like really understands you yeah um and so yeah i think uh just wanted to this whole the whole point of this thing was just to kind of bring up some ideas of of things that really don't help relationships um but not in any way of like hey 
we hate it when people do this and like calling people out because <laughs> that's what we were really trying not to do. Yeah. <laughs> and like even as Isaiah was like, hey, let's talk about things we don't like. I was like, man, I'm going to be naming people. I'm going to be name dropping and mm. it's going to be crazy. All the feels. <laughs> yeah. Just, just vending session. Yeah. But for sure, hopefully, uh, I think what I, what we really hope you can, you can really just take from this is just kind of starting a conversation even within your own head about like, okay, what don't I like? Um, that people do and, and not to kind of have you be pushing against people or to be like running away from people but just like even to, to just even bring those things up to them or just how whatever you, you feel like is going to be best for, for you and their relationship um, just because like I know even there there are things that there are conflicts that I've had with people where it's like I don't I don't like what you did me when you did this and it was like yeah you're right I apologize but it was because I brought it up and because I realized that, look, I don't like when you do this. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it when I feel disrespected. I don't like it when you miscommunicate or when you don't actively try to communicate with me. And it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's usually a very quick fix. Um, and so, yeah, just uh, definitely wanted to kind of end on that note. Anything you wanted to add, Isaiah, before we cut it out? Yeah. You guys listen to a lot of episodes at this point, especially if you're listening to this one. So I just want to constantly just say thank you to all of our five viewers who just are so <laughs> loyal to us. <laughs> Shout out to Mama G. She's loyal follower number one. Yes, yes, yes. So um, shout out to the Latoyas. Shout out to the Lawrence. Shout out to that. Those are the names that pop up in my head of just people who've been DMing us and supporting us. But yeah. for everyone else who are doing it behind the scenes, just know that we appreciate it. And know that we're looking to um, interact with you guys. So if you can, please send us your ideas. Um, we, we are searching for ways to make sure that this is meaningful for you. So yeah. if you run across an episode that misses the mark, um, let us know. And if you run across an episode that is very much so close to home, also let us know. And Yeah, we just, again, we appreciate you. And that's it. That's all I got. You already know what it is. Three second pause. Three second pause. First time I ever uh, miscalculated the freeze, three second freeze frame. Hey, hey, you did your pose. And look, you did your pose. I and might, I did mine. Uh, it's the first time I actually made it happen. I might, uh, this might be the first episode that there's a little bit of editing. Um, I don't need people knowing that I misspoke the three second freeze frame. That's like the, cr- that's the part that people, like literally, Lauren specifically went to YouTube just to watch the three second freeze did frame. You? That's what. <laughs> It's a legendary. People care about the three second freeze frame. Hey, buddy. <laughs> buddy, buddy, buddy. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, my bad. It's okay. Can we try again? Sure. Three second freeze frame. We almost messed it up. <laughs> I know. You um, uh, you said it slow, and I think the slower you said it, the harder it was to actually get it out. That was the only way I could get it out, though. Don't do it. Don't do it, Zaya.